Let's take a look at the global macro outlook now with Zach's chief equity strategist and economist, John Blank. And let's start with the world economic growth. What are you looking at there? Yeah, Terry, we're looking at a 5% growth rate for the world economy, which is pretty strong relative to last year. So that's what people got to keep in mind is that the world economy is definitely on the mend and we're going to see better growth rates out of it. We've discussed earnings growth arriving earlier than expected uh, before, but I'm seeing in your macro outlook, the S&P 500 EPS snapback peaking in the fourth quarter of this year, peaking in the fourth quarter of this year. What's up with that? Yeah, that's what we what we're got to be worried about right now is that the fiscal stimulus that everybody's betting on peters out by the end of the year. And so what the market is not betting on yet is some type of feedback that takes the stimulus into the economy permanently. So basically, this is a, a hedging of bets by the market that all we're going to get is a, a transitory effect that peters out in the fourth quarter. What about the fixed income market? Well, there we've got two stories. The short end is going nowhere until 2023 because of the Fed and all the other G10 central banks. And then you get the long end, which is basically beginning a proxy for core consumer inflation expectations. And that is going up. However, one and a half percent of the tenure as we speak today on February the 25th is not uh, a cause for concern by this economist. Late July of last year, we were at 0.5 rate. All we've done is gone up 1% on the 10-year, which is not cause for concern. It's probably a good story, not a bad story. Where's the dollar headed? The dollar's probably going down in the weakness, uh, although this is a new headwind to see the 10-year rising, and it could create a stronger dollar as a result of that. But the other part of it is just how much people bet on commodity currencies. And then how does that play out within the dollar exchange rate? The other big, big factor when you look at the dollar is the euro, because the European Union is in the doldrums and they're not fixing their vaccination rate. And a lot of times these dollar, broad dollar indexes have 40, 50 percent weights on euro because of our trade patterns. So the other problem here is you really got to focus on different stories within the dollar index, the European story, the commodity players, and then, of course, the rates. So it's getting to be a place where talking about the dollar at a high level is getting worthless. What are the main energy drivers this year? The big driver is that OPEC has really cut back on production. And when you put that up against a 5% world GDP growth rate, you've got uh, a supply-demand mismatch that's giving you those higher energy prices. So the question is, when do they meet? And if they meet, how much do they add back to the oil market from their historic cuts? And as for the base metals, copper lower, gold flat. Is that correct? I think so. I think the peak is in on copper in 12 months. Don't call. Don't, I, you know, obviously it can run for months before it tips over. But I think at this point, again, it's a transitory moment for copper and gold flat at best. I think gold goes down, but generally speaking, not enough to be concerning. And so I, I put it at flat. But basically the point is the precious metal story is not uh, happening because the economies are heating up and people are putting their money to work and Bitcoin is going up which is kind of an alternative now. And copper is basically getting a bid on this, this high GDP growth rate. You looking for an uptick in ag products? And if so, is that going to feed the flames of inflation in food prices? Again, I think this is, uh, for my models, getting close to a peak. 
again, that's not a, a technical term for me. It could be a peak within a few months here, not a few weeks. But within the first half of the year or three quarters of the year, ag products are going to peak. In a year from now, I expect the price uh, of all these commodities to be lower, not higher. So if you're looking to sell into strength, I would be, for an ag producer, doing that right now. You're eyeing up three top automakers, Toyota, Daimler, and Volvo. Yeah, so I've been pointing out to everybody that there's a real regional variation in performance. And in the COVID environment with electrification as the other driver, all three of these auto stocks are doing quite well. So let's talk about one of the underlying manifestations of that. Toyota Motor, Zach's rank number one. A for value, but only a D for growth. Daimler, A for value, A for growth, and a number one rank. Daimler looks excellent, but the problem is it's the least attractive stock because of the European situation being in such a poor place. And then we've got Volvo, which is you know kind of a curious smaller company, but a C for growth and a one rank. So again, no matter what you see, the broad thinking of the marketplace is that autos are going to do well this year. Um, I don't know if I agree with that because I wonder what happens once these vaccination rates roll out and people start moving around. Uh, but I guess the market's saying when they move around, they're going to move around in their cars, and that's going to be good for autos. So take it for what it's worth. I think the, the uh, way to look into this is to say the analysts have probably got the turn right and that these stocks are already priced it in and that there's basically no value to their insight because everybody already bought it. That's the latest on the global macro outlook from our chief equity strategist and economist, John Blank. With John, I'm Terry Ruffalo. So why are insiders buying company stock with their own cash? There can only be one reason. They expect a price jump. Zaxx is revealing the best of those buys at zaxx.com slash promo for details. This material is being provided for informational purposes only, and nothing herein constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold a security. Do not act or rely upon the information and advice given in this podcast without seeking the services of competent and professional legal, tax, or accounting counsel. Publication and distribution of this podcast is not intended to create, and the information contained herein does not constitute an attorney-client relationship. No recommendation or advice is being given as to whether any investment or strategy is suitable for a particular investor. It should not be assumed that any investments in securities, companies, sectors, or markets identified and described were or will be profitable. All information is current as of the date herein and is subject to change without notice. Any views or opinions expressed may not reflect those of Zach's investment research as a whole.